What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. Another uh, week of quarantine, I believe week nine at this point. Kind of crazy that we've been in this for over two months, but we still have some sports stuff to talk about. And we are going to kick it off with a little NFL talk. Uh, big move for Sully's team. Veteran player coming in, perennial 1,000-yard rusher, Frank Gore coming to the Jets. Sully, how are we feeling? Frank Gore. I mean, this is uh, this is. I'm really excited about this move. I think it's really smart. Uh, vet, good. You know, yeah. Frank Boy, Frank Gore is a great veteran presence. I think he has had like 600, 500, 600 rushing yards every season. Um, you know, nine thousand yard seasons. Doesn't really matter how many rushing yards he runs for. I think he'll be a great presence for not only Bell but our recently drafted Michael P. Ryan from Florida who possibly is insurance in case we trade Bell at some point this year, if things go sour the following year, who knows? We don't know if we're going to see all of Bell's four years. In addition to that, I think it'll really be big for Sam Donald. I think I think just having another you know pair of eyes and, and veteran, and I know they don't play the same position, but I think it'll really be helpful for him. Just, you know, just I'm sure he has just loads of advice and to give him and, and you know, and whatnot. So I think... But I think another thing that people are questioning is Le'Veon Bell didn't get the ball enough last year. We kind of all agree. We couldn't run the ball. I think he had like 3.2 yards per carry. It's, it's anemic, pathetic. Sure, he wasn't great, but it's it's mainly not his fault. It's obviously, out of every you know football fan knows, you're a product of your line. The Jets were bottom three or four. Absolutely putrid. We replace four starters. We still have Brian Winters to give us a sixth starter. We have, so we have six guys that can start right now. Our line will be better. We don't know how much. Possibly, I'm hoping around average. We, you know, we got Mackay Becton a beast. So with that improved line, we're going to be running the ball more. So there will be more touches to go around. There. So Bell will get his, and and Gore will get his five to ten touches a game too. I think. Ideally, I think the Jets want to ground and pound. I think that's what we want to do. We got Perriman. We got Mims. Sadly, a new uh, out for the year. Probably his career with the Jets is done. I'm very sad about that. Newell was such a great player after the catch and so relentless. Terribly sad news on, on, on the counter side. But but I think we want to run the ball. I mean, Sam Darnold, I don't think we want Sam Darnold to run the ball 40 times a game. Not to say that, you know, I don't think Sam Darnold's great. But I think we want to play great defense, really good defense, and run the ball with this new offensive line and, and use play action and protect Sam. So I think, I think the key is to get Bell more touches because if we're going to be running more effectively – we're going to run the ball. When you're getting two, three yards of carry last year, it's hard. To, you know, you're putting yourself in second and nine, third and eight, third and third and sevens. Those are tough situations for a young quarterback to be in. So I think there'll be more running across the ball. I think there'll be more plays, uh, better running because of the line. So, I mean, if and if Bell gets hurt, he could get hurt. He's older. Who knows? We have Gore as the insurance. Remember when Singletary was, you know, was banged up, was struggling in the beginning of the year. Gore was the guy in, in um in Buffalo, the first five or six games, he was running the ball 18, 20 times a game. So he can still take the work workload. He's really like, 
he can do whatever we need. Five carries, 15, 20 carries if Bell gets hurt. So, And he's not going to cry about his role. He, he knows what he is. He knows what he isn't. You know, so I'm really, I'm really happy with, with, with the signing, the, you know, the potential veteran, veteran presence. And, and if Bell gets hurt, he's the best insurance you could have for, for cheap. So you think he's, you think he's going for that, uh, that second all time in career rushing? He's 1300 um, and change behind. Well, he would need three years to do that. Probably he would need probably this year and two more years. Be a figure. 450, 500 yards, you know, if Bell got hurt, then maybe he could do it in two years. I think so. I think he does want it. I mean, he's in such good shape. He he, he could play more than this year, I'm pretty sure, barring injuries. I mean, his yards per carriage weren't sexy. I think it was 3-6-3. It wasn't impressive last year, um, granted, but I think he still has stuff. I think he's still got juice. I mean, like I said, when Buffalo, he was used a lot in the beginning of the year. He was used 15, 20 touches a game in the beginning of the year, so... I think if he's used more constantly, you know, five, eight, ten carries a game, I think I, I think it'll help him as well. So, um, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like I'd love to have him this year and maybe even more if he if he shows he has more in the tank. I think he does, but I think I think he would. But he's it might be one of those things that you know, awesome if he does. If he doesn't, you know, I'm still third all time in rushes and rushing and yards yeah. all time. I mean. Third and both is you just look impressive. at these this like list of all time rushers and there's so many like studs that are like you know in the twenties like OJ Simpson's twenty one all time yeah uh, Eddie George twenty eight Marshawn Lynch though if he has like nine hundred eight nine hundred yards this year he'll go from twenty ninth to like eighteenth or nineteenth all time wow oh. yeah wait he's at what right now ten thousand four hundred thirteen yards but where is he on the list. 29 he could jump he could jump nine or ten spots nine to 11 uh, spots he, he don't care about that he's just he's just caring about count your chicken i know it's just crazy it. like you think about marshawn that's no. another great quote about what what he said he he i, I what, what were the exact words he said something along the lines of no nah, i'm gonna go out to seattle see if it you know if it works out cool if not i don't give a shit i still look i still look fucking good <laughs> he said yeah. something along those lines. He's like, I still, he's still like, shit, I look good. Like, apparently, I've heard he's going around um, his area and like, you know, uh, impoverished areas and just handing out masks. Good for him. He's just handing Marshawn out masks. A good guy. Like, yeah. Marshawn gets a bad rap because he's kind of an ass, but he's a good guy. Well, the thing is, pub the public doesn't like people that curse. It, like, a lot of people don't like Gary V, and, and like some people are turned off by oh. Gary V. Because he's very, uh, you know, he's he's very unfiltered. He's very authentic for him. He just curses. You know, he I don't give a fuck. You know, he say he'll say it to kids too, and people are like, oh, that's bad. He's very authentic though. I don't have a problem with that. No, you guys don't. It's a similar thing with Marshawn. Marshawn, you know, he yeah, is that's a little why hurt. you can't hate him. Like he's it's authentic. It's authentic. It's authentic. You know? Exactly. It's 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 what he grew up with. It's what he knows. Sure, he doesn't sound like some people when he talks, but who ki- who gives a shit? Yeah. Whatever. That's that's who he is. He's a. Yeah, I agree. He's a good person. Yeah, clearly. A good I think dude. he was always misunderstood his first six or seven years, and then, and then he started getting really gaining his likability later on in his career. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's kind of like a almost like Manny Ramirez effect. Think about it, he was yeah, he was hated so much until 
that's true. He was actually not not nearly yeah, as good of an actual guy. But like I'm saying, he became like he went from hated to really like, especially in those Dodger years, to being much more like beloved as like the lovable Manny being Manny. Yeah, I forgot he went to the Dodgers. He was good on them too. Yeah, yeah. and th- and then he got steroids, and then and then he kind of went down again. And that was it. Manny would. That was a big thing when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we think about Andy Dalton going to the Cowboys? Uh, Cowboys got a quarterback now. <laughs> like they, like the thing is, Dak is literally not on the team. Dak, Dak's literally not a Dallas Cowboy. Like that's I, true. Oh yeah, I has mean, he not signed his tender yet? Yeah, he hasn't signed it. If I'm Dak, I'm so pissed. Yeah, well, I mean, but also it's a brilliant move by Jerry. It is a brilliant move by Jerry because I don't know who the backup quarterback was for the Dallas Cowboys before this, but it's someone terrible. It's someone that like they wouldn't win six or seven games with. Like it, it it's yeah, it's it's some name. It was you never heard uh, of fuck. I should know. The Giants signed him as like a fourth string quarterback. Uh, started with a C, Kobe or Cody. Uh, I'm looking it up. It is oh Cody Clayton has. Thorson. Clayton. Fucking Clayton Thorson is that quarterback. How many games do you think they're winning with Clayton Thorson? I I'd say less, maybe four or five. If that, <laughs> if like that. they need, obviously like it was always you know you need us as much as we need you. Now they don't need him. Yeah. I think we all agree Dak is better than Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton had apparently they've had some compare comparable numbers their first few years, and they had both good running games, great offensive lines. They had some comparables with their teams and numbers i think i think dak is better i think dak does have more upside uh not to say that dak is amazing but now they have a middle middle you know tier quarterback i mean maybe he's not middle tier but he's he's at least decent andy dalton has he's, proven he he's serviceable games. yes yeah he's he's at least serviceable at the minimum he's had he's had a not like just a not good team he's had a really bad team around him for the large majority Last of his few career years. when he had good teams he played well and he won games. Before, yeah. I think he has a winning record right now, and he went like one in eleven this year. So before this, his record was really solid, yeah. um, career-wise. So, not to say they don't want Andy Dalton to be that quarterback this year, but now they can they can win eight games with Andy Dalton. They can be similar to what what they could, or you know, maybe not the potential, but they can be. They won they eight can, games last year with Dak. Yeah, I know they could they could win seven or eight or nine games with Andy Dalton. I would not be shocked. You know, they have some. Some good things about the team I like. You know, some things they regressed in some areas. They, you know. But, so now they have leverage. They're paying him $3 million up to $7 million. He'll probably not get the incentives if, you know, Dak obviously doesn't play. But Dak's just going to be sitting there. You motherfucker, Jerry. Are you kidding me? You're paying everyone. You're paying Cooper. You're paying, um, you're paying all the linemen. You're paying, uh, what's, you're paid Zeke. You paid, who's, uh, Jalen Smith. You paid literally everyone. You're paying this quarterback with orange hair who should be a Bengal for life. You're paying everyone, but not me. But if you're on the Cowboys, you're saying we're giving you thirty-four million a year, and you're not even that great. Yeah, it's like it, what? What more do you want? What? Like the thing is, normally with holdouts, I feel like the people obviously sometimes I think they're being greedy. Sometimes I'm like, you know, what? What a d bag! Like, come on, like, 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 don't hold out, like. Jamal Adams doing this holdout, not mandatory. I don't think it's cute. Whatever. Hopefully, it doesn't progress into the you know the actual an actual holdout. But like Dak's such a great guy, and like it's like, what are you doing, Dak? What are you trying to yeah, do? Yeah, it's, uh, it's sometimes they're just genuinely like delusional. Yeah, I, like, I think, like Dak, yeah. like Dak's character wise and everything, it doesn't add up. But I feel like he's just been fed up with this for years. 
like just not getting any deal. But the deals he has, he's gotten two offers. One I think was thirty something. One is thirty four. Yeah. I mean, they're they're great offers. They're I mean, and the thing you're, is, that you're getting you're getting like, two million more than a guy who went to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff, yeah, and I Jared Goff got thirty two. Like one or two million a year right now, maybe a million not even, or something. Not even like five hundred thousand. It's like it's yeah, it's 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 under a million. It's like why don't why don't just take the I mean yeah. talk about security. I mean your whole life is set. The kid's life is set. Yeah. Talking about a hundred something million. hundred million, that's three generations easy. If you're not and, a and complete he's a smart idiot. guy. Dak's a smart yeah. guy. Dak Dak's Dak's you, not blowing his money. You have to be really I mean, stupid to blow that type of money. Which so, you know, it's Jared, been done Jared, by Jared, athletes. What are you gonna do? What are you, you going to offer him more? No, you can't offer him more. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because at this. What are the chances he doesn't? What are the chances now that he's not their quarterback for the future? Uh, 50-50. I I would say seventy thirty in favor of yes. I'm more on the seventy thirty. I think, but a week ago it was ninety ten. Yeah, yeah. This you know? this this this. This signing really gives them a lot of leverage, I think. I, I, I've talked about it before, but like about how it's bullshit that like you just the next player to get a contract is the next is now the new highest paid guy at the position. I think that's bullshit. I think we're starting to see the bubble burst on quarterbacks. Yes, Mahomes yeah. is going to get eight hundred million dollars a year. Guess what? He's he, worth. he deserves it. Um, but guys like Winston and and Mariota. Um, mm-hmm. They're the first wave of we're like yeah like you're you're nope. good and we could probably win some games with you but you're not fucking close to the deserving of being in the highest paid or quarterback in the league like you we're just not giving you that type of money we'll be bad for a year or like the Bucks did like sign a veteran for a year or two and figure it out like kind of deal with it Correct. later yeah you know but we're not it's true we're not making that, that bad it was move. the Derek Carrs the Matt Staffords yeah. I mean, but those were the know, guys Stafford's better than Carr, but it's like the, the Jared Goffs. And those are the guys, guys that like are they? They're like the the last. Yeah, they're borderline. They're like the last wave that really got that. Yep. Okay. Well, you're you're a quarterback. And you need a contract, so that means you're going to be the highest paid quarterback. Congrats. Okay. And almost all of those, they're regretting Stafford. I don't think because of performance, because of injuries. Yeah. Carr. Carr. Huge regret. Carr's nice, and Carr's hasn't had a lot of help, but. Car's not worth that money, we know. And, you know, Goff, Goff had a terrible year, two great years, and now last year he had a bad year. I'm not I'm not fully off on Goff. I think everyone sold their Goff but stuff. But Goff took a, took a pay cut. It. He's not worth it. He took, a, he took a cut. He was like, you know, the fifth or sixth highest paid when he re-signed. Because yeah. he only makes like 32. And I'm pretty sure that well, he no, just... When he signed, he wasn't fifth or sixth. He was top two or three, I'm pretty sure. I don't, maybe, I don't know. But he de- was, definitely was, was not the highest paid. No, he um, wasn't the highest, but he was he was higher than he should be. Agreed. He also, I believe, he also just restructured his deal, so he gets yeah. he makes less now. Um, I think in that range, the only one who's been worth the signing is Russell Wilson, who got paid as the highest, who made, was made the highest paid quarterback. I think if Wilson yeah. it still is the highest paid. It's Wilson or Rodgers. It might be Rodgers this year because I know Rodgers he has like some spike in his contract this year. He's making like forty million dollars. Yeah. It's some absurd amount of money. Like I think it's literally forty million he makes. But regardless, yeah, it's. I, I'm just. Yeah. I'm happy to see the bubble burst where they're just like, ah, "Fuck you! You're not worth that. Like you can't, unless yeah. you're Patrick Mahomes 
or Drew Brees in his prime or fucking I don't know. You know you know the guys Lamar, I'm talking about. Lamar, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. There's three or four quarterbacks in, at a time in the league where you can afford to pay that much and still put a, a Super Bowl contender out there. You're not spending thirty plus million on Dak and being able to field a Super Bowl contender. You're just not. Well, then he looks at. I'm sure he's looking at like Jimmy G, and being like, well, "What the fuck?" Like Jimmy G's Jimmy another G one. Got all I, mean, I think he's like 28 or 29 or 20, yeah. 27. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was the biggest at the time. And then quickly was passed he was. by like two or three people. Yeah, he, he was, was. It was a big uh, off season that year. Um, let's talk about win totals though. The win total uh, came out. Talk about some ones that you like that you don't like. Um, one I like right off the bat is the Ravens under eleven and a half. I like that one. Ooh. I think they win. Like I think they might win nine or ten. They regress a little bit this year. People start to figure Lamar out a little bit more. I think I think they're a nine or ten win team this year, especially if it, if um, Ben stays healthy in Pittsburgh. That'll make that division a little bit more interesting. I think even they're the them and the Chiefs are both the highest eleven and a half. I think I'm taking the under on that, and then obviously I think the Chiefs. I think we're taking the over because they're clearly still the best team. In what football. is the over for them? Eleven and a half. Yeah, Chiefs yeah, are at eleven and a half. Yeah, I'll still take the over. I mean, ah, well, it's a tough division too. That's the thing. You have, I don't necessarily think there's a bad team in that division. The Chargers have a great. The Chargers defense is looking scary right now. They added, you know, they got who's the corner? They got Chris Harris, Linval Joseph. They have, you know, Ingram and Bosa. Obviously, everyone knows about them. Then they dra- they get Kenneth Murray as an inside linebacker, which is a huge hole for them. So they really have a scary – I mean, they're obviously missing the quarterback. They have Tyrod and then Herbert. Herbert will probably take care – take over, you know, as this Taylor's the stopgap, you know, bridge quarterback. But they, I think they have a very underrated team. Some people have them ranked as one of the five or six worst teams. I don't get it. But I do think, you know, I mean, the Broncos – I mean, the Broncos are way improved with this, you know, offensive, you know – with all these receivers they draft, fans. I don't hate them at seven and a half either. I that's yeah. I was gonna say I love the Broncos over seven and a half. You got Judy, you have Sutton who had a monster year. KJ Hamler who they drafted as a slot. Fant is a monster. I think Fant will have a great year. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed, but I, he's so explosive, Fant. Like he can move. Then you have Melvin Gordon, Freeman, and Lindsey, or Lindsey and then Freeman, I should say. That's a that's a hell of a trio, and then. You know, it's you know it's on the D, the line of Drew Locke. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like, I really like like that seven and a half. And then, uh, who's the other? And then, yeah, the Raiders are uh, they're probably the worst team, I guess I would say. But they got rugs. I'd imagine is going to help Jacobs a lot. Yeah. And, and, and I'll you know, tell for- you the, uh, the 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 easiest money on this board. Patriots under nine. I think that is under like, nine, huh? I, no, I, I, there is I'll give no you an easier shot one. that they even sniff nine games. I think they're a seven to nine win well, team. I don't see. I think they're like. Uh, I think they're a three to six win team. Three? I dude, they're not gonna win. They're gonna lose both games to the Bills. They're dropping at least one to the Jets and at least one to the Dolphins. 
There's four losses in your division right there. Think about who, who is the, who's the AFC conference. They're, they're playing the AFC West this year, I believe. There we go. There, yeah, you, they have. The, I think the, the three of them the have the toughest of. schedule. Our division has the toughest schedule. Yeah, and then I would definitely say I think we play the NFC West, and I think we play the AFC West. Yeah, NFC West is brutal. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the N- NFC West, and you know, I mean that that there's not really like. Another the one team I don't like in the NFC West, like I think under eight and a half for the Rams is such a lock. Yeah, it was nine. Uh, I think it's yeah. eight and a half. I think the Rams are dumpster fire, and I do think I'm more in on Goff. Than, I think Goff will rebound and have a better year. But you lose. I mean, you lose Dante Fowler. You lose their. Uh, they lose. They lost their slot nickel corner. What's his name? Uh, Roby Coleman. They lose Gurley, who did have 14 touchdowns overall. That can't be. You know. That's that's going to be a hole for them, as, as banged up in jokes as we make with arthritis and knees. And then you lose you lose Cooks, who wasn't great last year, but you still, you know, that's a big threat, you know. They're drafting receivers. I think they lost some line, uh, linemen. I think they're a mess. I think they're poorly run. I think I think seven wins for them. The thing, I think I a intriguing one is, the, is, the, is Chicago eight and a half. I think I see that. And you say definitely under eight and a half. But if Foles is going to win the starting job, I don't know. I think it gets. I think it gets. Intri- I, I I think that's why that might be eight and a half. Because I think with Mitch Trubisky, I think we're all taking under eight and a half. Taking under five and a half. Under five and a half. <laughs> with Trubisky. Oh, with Trubisky, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Foles, Foles had yeah. Foles played well under. He's he's done well in short short uh, sample size under Nagy. And I think we all. I mean, you may not think Foles is great. You know, and he's not, but I think we all think that we've shown he's shown he, he can be serviceable and he can be solid and act he can be an accurate passer. Something Mitch just isn't. So I mean I'd probably still take the under eight and a half. I still probably wouldn't. There's no way I'd take the over. I'm probably taking under. Um but I think I think full I think they'd be a lot better with Foles and I I'm sure his receivers would probably be a lot more ha- the receivers would be happy with with Foles throwing the ball and not not Mitch. They declined Mitch's. They declined. That's another thing. They declined his fifth year option. So finally, after three years, they're realizing Mitch is not the guy. Yeah. Nice. You know, I guess after that's debacle. I guess better late than um, never. Yeah. I got absolutely. I like. Uh, I like uh, of teams that haven't been mentioned yet. I like. I like to over on both the teams from the NFC Championship last year, both the Seahawks and the Packers. Packers over nine. And Seahawks over nine and a half. Dave liking the Packers. What a shock! Give me nine wins. They won thirteen games last year. I know they won thirteen. I know they did. I, I think nine is fair. I, I think they lost Balaga. That's big. That is big. I don't know. I, I think they're nine, ten wins ish. I don't see. I think that's fairly ranked. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the under, but I probably wouldn't touch it personally. Uh, who's the other? Seahawks nine and a half. They weren't in the championship games. What? Oh, nine. I'm sorry. They. Uh, I forget. They played each other the week before. The division. Seahawks games. are what? Nine and a half. Yep. Love the Seahawks as well. I think Seahawks and uh, Niners. They're going to be right there. I think they're both similar caliber. Even though Clowney might. It was reported Clowney might go to the Ravens or Ravens or Eagles are in the mix now too. So assuming right now he's not going to be with them going forward, it's unlikely at this point. But yeah, they're a win less than them, and you know I think they're right with there with them. So why not grab you know 
comparatively, they have one less win, uh, ten and a half to nine and a half. I think I think that's that's solid value. Cowboys nine and a half. Ooh, I don't. That might be a little high. I think that's high too. I think I think that's. Would you take the under or would you not touch it? Uh I don't know. I'd have to like if See you, if you told me I had to take five over unders, I'd I'd probably they would be in the conversation set, so they'd be you know around the back end of that. Um, yeah, we got to see the schedule and stuff. Yeah, the schedule means so much. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm trying to be biased. I think Jets over six and a half is. I was gonna I say hate. I don't I don't hate both New York teams. I know the Giants are gonna have a tough schedule though, so that's why I'm a little hesitant on. Um, I, I think that. the Jets are. I think the Jets are better than the Giants. The Jets have a tougher schedule and tougher. Div- eh, I don't know if they have. A t- I don't think either division's too tough actually. But yeah. the Jets reworked. I mean, I've talked about it. Reworking the line. I've I've went over and over. We won seven last year. We were seven and six with Sam. I don't think we got worse than last year. But the schedule. I don't know. I think right now I'm thinking seven seven eight wins for the Jets. I mean, I don't know. I don't see I don't see us being much worse than last year. Honestly, <clears throat> Cardinals six and a half. I think I like the over. Yeah, that's another. I think one. I like the over. I think. But how many I think games? The Cardinals we're gonna... and Rams are on similar levels, and they're two wins below six and a half. I mean, Hopkins, Kenyon Drake's going to go off. You got, you know, Fitzgerald. Kirk is going to be the Fitzgerald is the two now. Kirk is the three. Hopkins. They get Isaiah Simmons. I think Isaiah Simmons is perfect because you can put him anywhere because they have so many holes defensively. Yep. You know. So what are we thinking on the Bucks? Nine mm-hmm. and a half. I'm not touching oh, it. I think that's fair. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can't touch that. You can't. Touch I had that to one. bring you it up. No idea. I think. I think. No there, I think idea. If I had to guess, I'd say ten and six. Yeah. Um, yeah. But their defense Definitely, is still still not ideal. Their defense is not great at all. Even though it ranked high draft, last year, they did have a good draft. Yes. They got Whitfield, and then they got a. Uh, they got the lineman right. They Worfs. got what's his name? They got Worfs. Or they got Worfs, which is a steal. Absolutely. There, it's going to be interesting to see um, how Brady does, especially with Gronk being there, having that extra blocker. That's going to be big, I think. I, it's going to give him the, the time he needs in the pocket that he didn't have last year without having that extra blocker, and he's going to he have to actual receivers. Muscle, though, again, Gronk got so skinny. I agree. Yeah, with but you. Gronk's still a beast. I mean, he's still a monster. Yeah, I mean. I think he will be. I mean, he just he. I mean, he definitely lost like probably fifteen twenty pounds of muscle. I mean, he, oh, he got yeah. he got, but he'll probably be able to put it back on. I also like Bills over nine. I think the Bills won ten or eleven. Yes, I, think, I was gonna say they I don't know. Be, I, I, think I think the Bills are mind, clearly clearly the best team in that division. I don't care what anyone says. I don't. Oh, oh. without a doubt, without a I doubt, mean, they're gonna they're gonna win that division easily. You know what I mean? So I think they're going to go four and two, five and one in the division, four or five wins in the division. So uh, Colts eight and a half, not touching. Titans eight eight and a half. I think I like it over. Yeah. What about the two really? the two bottom feeders, the Redskins and Jaguars? Uh, Jags four and a half. Uh, probably going. I, I don't know. The thing is, I like Minshew. Yeah. There, um, who was the other one? The Panthers are the other really low one. Five and a half. Five and a half. Uh, so are the Bengals. Bengals are also five and a half. 
the Bengals have some talent. That's the thing. But they've that, that talent. Burrow. That talent is also like not necessarily won them games in the past. You know, it's not like it's new talent aside from Burrow and Higgins. But they have talent. Yeah. Especially if Green stays healthy. I think that healthy. division is going to be good. I think the division is going to be good. I think Steelers, Browns. I think will be improved. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I think just based on the Browns and the Steelers that are gonna they're gonna be better this year. I think you got to take a win or two away from the Ravens just on that on you know before yeah. you start. Anything. I think I, with the Bengals are five and a half, I might go under. Yeah, I mean, how I can you it. take over? How can you take over? Yeah, in that division, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, Jags four and a half. Everyone has the Jags pretty much as the worst team. I would, if I was forced, I'd probably go under because they've completely stripped their defense and. Yannick Ngakwe, who knows if he's going to play. He'll either be traded or probably not play. He's one of their best players. They did have a decent draft. Um, I also think they're trying to lose games almost. I hate to say trying to lose, but I feel like they're they're not they're not actively trying to win games, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that's the thing. No one's trying to lose games, like, but you're not doing much to help yourself win. Yeah, like, like I think they like Minshew. I like Minshew. Like, he was the best of all the rookie quarterbacks, but... They're in the Lawrence, you know, they're in the Trevor Lawrence contest. And if they can get him that completely, you know, they're looking at a long rebuild. If you get Lawrence, that's a, a complete expedition, expedition of, 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 of uh, that rebuild. So Redskins five and a half, I'm going to say over, I think. Really? Yeah, I know. Dave is always very low on the Redskins. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to say that. Um, I think, I think this, I'm going to go on record. I think Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, you look at the numbers, first three, uh, two or three games, I think like zero touchdowns, four picks, last three or four games, seven touchdowns, three picks, played much better. I think people are, are writing Haskins off too early. You look at Alex Smith's rookie year, one touchdown, 11 picks, had a very, very, very good career. We could talk about that as well. And that, and that I, I didn't watch the documentary, but the gruesome leg injury, all that stuff. But, oh my God, I want to throw up. It's it's disgusting, but you got you got McLaurin. Uh, you obviously get Chase Young defensively to pair with Kerrigan. Uh, the defense isn't terrible, you know. Offensively, you know they're going to get guys back. It's not a sexy offense. It's a pretty bad offense still. But I think Haskins is. I think I I kind of wrote Haskins off too. I'm like this guy sucks, but I think we overreact to rookie quarterbacks. We know Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie year. So many rookie quarterbacks struggle, especially when they're in shitty situations. I think Haskins is going to improve, and I think he's still. I'm not saying he's going to be great. I just think Goff had terrible, pretty bad rookie year, and you know he improved a lot since then. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I think they could. I think they could steal a couple of wins. They always steal a win from the Eagles or someone or you know the Cowboys, and then they'll get one from the Giants at least. I think I'm taking over there, Panthers. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm touching it because they rebuild the defense in the draft. Their offense doesn't look bad, but their old line is bad. Yeah, their old line. Because I mean, you got you got Samuel, you got DJ Moore, you got Robbie Anderson, McCaffrey. Skill position is good. Teddy Bridgewater. Dover is tempting there. What about this? Is an interesting one. Kind of the forgotten team in the division. Uh, Falcons seven and a half. I like the under. I think. Yeah. With that division now, especially you got yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they they, they break I, six. I like the under. I, th- I mean, who they added Fowler, they got rid of Gurley. Got Gurley. It's intriguing. I can see both sides. They yeah. lost Trufant. Drafted Terrell. 
Which was a reach. Which was a reach, yeah. I don't I mean, that's not a fair trade off. Um what what are you are you on the over? Uh, no, I'm. I was really just kind of posing the question. That's that would go into the. I'm I think that's one it. of the most like in the middle ones. Like I feel like people are very split on. Yeah, you got to you know, look I, at the division too. I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at the Bucks to go ten and six, you figure the Saints are going to win at least. 10 the Saints games. are going to win at least how ten and eleven. How can if the if the Bucks and Saints are going to win ten games, is it even feasible for the Falcons to win eight games? Yeah, it's going to be know? tough. And, and I mean. It wouldn't shock me if the Panthers and Falcons had similar records. I mean, I think, I think, I think Matt Rule is is gonna be a good coach. I think they drafted every every single position, every single draft pick was used on defense. So their defense was hurting from all the depart departures from uh, Brad. Uh, what's his name? Bradbury. Yep. Um, Keekley retiring, obviously big losses, but they have a lot of defensive players. Gerald have a lot McCoy. of a lot of draft picks and talent to. To help replenish this defense. Not saying it will all be, you know, come together this year, but you know they got some talent there. So I wouldn't be shocked. I like the over five and a half. They are better than the seven and a half, but that's a tough one. The Falcons. I mean, I, it's just you look offensively. You know, they got a sexy team. They got Gurley, Ridley. They lost Hooper, but they got Hayden Hurst, a ex first round pick from uh, the Ravens, who I think is going to go off. Yeah, I do love him as a, a later round tight end this year. I love him in fantasy, yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of all this gambling, let's talk about uh, one of the most infamous gamblers there was, or is still, rather, Michael Jordan. The new, uh, two newest episodes of The Last Dance came out this past week. thought they were some of the better ones, honestly. I loved how they were in MJ's gambling. In the second, was it the second episode that they talked about that? Yeah, I, I they blend because they play back to back. They right, just blend together. Exactly. It's so it's so tough to uh, it's so tough to decide. Wait, what was the yeah, first? no, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, because the, it had to be the second because the first one was this the apparent Kobe one, which he was in for five minutes and everyone. Acted that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They talked about yeah the All Star game. Yeah, it started yeah, out with that. It was supposed to be like game. yeah, it was supposed to be. Everyone was talking about how it's gonna be the Kobe episode. It's gonna be so tough to watch. Like, dude was in it for like ten minutes, not even. You know, they had a few clips five, of the All Star game. The Tony Kukoc one. Yeah. 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 Was, yeah. 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 And yeah, the Dream I Team. I it was didn't the, know that. I, I learned it was a lot about the Dream. About, uh, it was yeah. It was the Dream Team, Kukoc and and uh, Kobe in the and Kobe in the beginning. I really yeah, uh, that, that episode was eh, for me, but the the, the second one there that night, the gambling one, was awesome. And I, I love how he just I didn't I never knew that like he like stopped talking to the media for whatever, and then. Was just like being such a dick, and then when he went out, and then he what? He dropped fifty five. The the next time he did that interview, he did that interview right before the game, and then went out and dropped fifty five in MSG. Yeah, it was insane. Um, he what? What I kind of admire about Jordan and this whole thing is like they're referencing a lot of like controversial shit he did at the time, and like you know quotes he's had. And stuff like that, like even the Republicans buy sneakers thing, the whole the whole like not endorsing the black Dem- uh, Democratic Senate candidate, uh, all these different things. And he's not like 20 years later, he's not 25 years later, he's not backing down off them. He's like, yeah, I said it like this is that I don't feel any different now than I did back then. Like he's someone like you saw Isaiah Thomas, you know, fold like a lawn chair over. The- <laughs> yeah. You know, with uh, how he felt about the whole bad boys thing. Isaiah and his smile in his hands. But, yeah. But, 
that fucking yeah, snake. Like, I, that the sixth one was a good one. I mean, yeah, I don't, you know, like you know, it's a good point. I mean, you don't, you know, like he wasn't back then, especially like people didn't take huge political stances. It's not, you know, back then it wasn't. I know he was the best player, but it wasn't. It, obviously, sports are more political today than ever. Regards to social justice, whatever you know. Yeah. Not saying it's a you know, not saying it's a bad, but back then it wasn't as big a thing, and people wanted him to be, and he wasn't, and he and he said, I think a good quote that I, I quote I really liked was, you know, he said, you know, if I inspire you, you look up to me, and you know, and I do that for you, great. He goes, I'm gonna keep doing it, but if not, find someone else. Yeah. And like, I'm not the true. person like, you should be following. You know, I'm not. You know, if this is who I am, I yeah, I gamble, I do this. I'm not, per- you know. These are my, you know, my indulgences, cigars and and gambling. And, you know, it's it's not a ton of money. I got a lot of money. Don't, you know, don't worry about my money. I'm not, he's like, I'm not homeless. I'm not, you know. I do yeah, I don't have a problem. I enjoy it. I don't have any problems feeding my family. Like, that you know, was, worry about your chicken. Worry about your chicken, was, you know. That was the best with the sunglasses on. He's like, I don't have a problem. I don't have a, yeah. and how it's been like clipped by everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, definitely has a problem, fuck. but does, but... <laughs> But he's he's feeding the fam and he's he's loaded. But um, but yeah, I thought made, that was really that was really good. I mean, three hundred million a year from his shoes alone, like about a, about a hundred million from the Jordan brand a year. And that doesn't include, by the way, on the side also owns a professional sports franchise. Yeah, like yeah, oh oh, oh, oh by the way, also own an NBA exactly. team. Yeah, he's the worst owner, but guess what? All the owners print the same checks from the league. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't have to be this. He doesn't have to be this superhero, uh, you know, person to everyone has to look up for. You know, he he. That's where him and LeBron are, are very, very different in regards to LeBron wants to be liked by everyone. LeBron wants to. Um, he wants to be seen as this social justice warrior. He wants to be seen as you know, you know, more than just you know, more than just a game. That's what LeBron wants to do, and he wants to paint every action that he does into some sort of political, social reason of standing up for injustice. Um, and quite often, it's it's like he tries to appease everyone and he comes off I mean, dude, and he comes off as fake and do try to he do do try to take credit for like the whole NCAA like changing their ways. Like dude, you didn't even yeah. go to college. What the fuck yeah, are you, you talking about? You accepted yeah. money as a 17 year old in high school. The hell are you talking about? You benefited more than anyone from the system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just that's it, it's just, and Jordan just like nah, man. Jordan just like, but I like, think yeah, like that he, kind he of wants- that endears them to an extent to both parts of their fan base. Like LeBron's definitely like so much more of the yeah PG rated like uh, role model, whereas Jordan. He's, yeah, he's like Taco Tuesday. Yeah, for he's so like, many for so many of the reasons that Taco LeBron Tuesday. is is hated by a large portion of his haters is the same reason why a large portion of his fans like him. And the and the same goes yeah. the opposite for Jordan. You know, a lot of people give shit for Jordan for being like an asshole and like not the most morally sound person off the court, but and hate LeBron because he's like that. And they see it as fake because they they know that no one can be like that, you know. Yeah, and right. I, and, and it was I think like you know like he was the Republican you know comment whatever like you know he's he's trying to make money he's trying to make money he's not trying to alienate any bases he's not trying to he's not you know he's not in heavily invested in any political contest he's just hey both sides you know 
There's a good amount of both that he's like, I want. Yeah, even that, you know, he was I like. anyone to wants my sneakers, buy my sneakers. Yeah, but even that, he was like, first of all, it was said in, in jest, but it doesn't matter because I don't care. Like, <laughs> this is this was a yeah. situation back he then. It, this is why it, I made it, the decision. He said it on the bus. Yeah. He said it on the, like, it wasn't like he said it at a press conference, like, like trying to make a big deal, like, you know, denouncing a political candidate. He just said it shooting the shit with. You know, what was it with with Pippin and, and Grant or whatever? Yeah. That was another thing. Grant being a leaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Grant, yeah. the big leaker. I didn't know about that. But I he denied it. He denied it. And and how can you not deny it? I mean, not saying it was only him. And people other said it couldn't be just Grant. That's probably true, you know. Yeah. I mean, the Grant's like, you know, I'm really good friends with him. Doesn't mean he got all of his information from me in regards to, you know, the Jordan Rules book by Sam Smith. Um Right, Sam Smith, or is it something else? Yeah, Stan Smith. Stan Smith, okay. Um, And he's like, you know, I'm really good friends with him. I didn't divulge any information. All right, bullshit, Horace Grant. (laughs) Bullshit. You definitely gave him some stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't agree. It doesn't mean he gave him everything. I'm sure bits and pieces from other players and connecting dots. And It's also probably not like... Hey, uh, you know, Horace, let me let me have you for a half hour to do an interview on like all this behind the scenes shit. It's probably like he's at his locker and he's like, yeah, what what was that fucking argument about back there? What was that meeting yeah. about? And he's just like, oh, you know, some, ah, bullshit. some bullshit. Jordan was yeah. arguing over a card game or something, you know, like, you know, yeah. or Scotty was yelling at us because we didn't play defense and, you know, so what? Jordan's it- a big gambler, you don't say. Yeah, shocker. How does he get when he gambles? Ah, oh, you know how he gets. He wants to take all your money. He wants to, he wants to bear. Oh, wow. What a ruthless, you know? Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Horace, you know, he probably didn't, like you saying, he probably didn't even realize he was divulging information, you know, right. but, but he, he, he knows that's probably a lot of the book is from him, but yeah. How can you not deny it? You gotta like deny it. You have to, you have to, um, one more thing before we wrap up, we have some good news. Coming out of the sports world. Oh, a couple good things. Actual UFC event happening this weekend. Crazy fight card. Everyone should definitely watch that because it's going to be entertaining as fuck. But um, baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Baseball is coming back. Supposedly June 15th, they're saying, possibly, that spring training round two will start with games starting on July 1st. All teams playing in their home ballparks. Seems pretty crazy, but seems like it's going to happen. It's going to be tough. I mean... It's going to be tough, but we will find out more hopefully in the next week. But that is some great news. Yeah, they're expecting, three of us are even, expecting it to happen. Even uh, Jeff Passan tweeted today that um, teams are the teams are telling their players to get ready uh, for you know stuff's happening soon, um, and they're expecting within the next week an announcement. So that you know, let's go. Yeah. Literally, that's like all we can say is let's go. Let's get some sports back out there. We need some live sports, something to entertain us. So we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one. Um, as always, follow us on all the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter. Um, go check out our site. Check out the store. A bunch of team-centric merch, some funny-ass T-shirts in there. Uh, Bleacher Fan merch, go order that. Help us so we can keep on doing this podcast for you. Uh, quarantine week nine in the books. We'll be back quarantine week 10 with another episode. We'll see you then.